Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Talk about podcasts. Welcome to the Center for Technological Innovation and Entrepreneurship podcast. My name is Joana Madara Pereira and I'll be your host. In this episode, we are going to talk about the future of work. The future is now, a cliche more true than ever, at least when we talk about work. Workers and organizations have been focusing on flexibility and remote work practices in the last few years, and suddenly the future of work arrived with no warning or time for preparation. In this episode of Talk About, we are going to talk with Pedro Oliveira, co-founder of FutureWorks, a community of professionals, experts, and companies that have the goal of helping us reshape work, and also co-founder of Landing Jobs, a candidate-driven tech career marketplace. Pedro knows a thing or two about technology, processes, and people. His career has had several tours of duty, developer intern, IT business analyst, full-stack developer, researcher, project coordinator, engineering ma manager of a remote tech team, and founder of another couple of businesses before bootstrapping landing jobs and now future works. Pedro, welcome and thank you for accepting our invitation. So first, can you tell us a little more about you, your beliefs regarding work and the mission of both of your startups, landing jobs and future works? Yeah, so first of all, thanks for the, the invitation. It's a pleasure to be here uh, with you. And um, about, about myself, so I'm um, um, a tech guy. Let's put it like this. So I, I, I love technology. I always did. Um, I studied computer science because of that. Uh, to be honest, I started uh, enjoying more the hardware part of things. And um, I'm more in love with the software today than the hardware itself um and uh you know like uh when i was uni at uni um me and a few colleagues we we built uh, uh you know a, a very simple tool uh to match make our our colleagues with companies looking to hire them companies uh you know offering them internships summer internships recent grad positions And um, we, we did the matching there. And, um, you know, fast forward until today, like I've, I've obviously done other stuff. I've, I've worked in, uh, in the corporate world, in the consulting world. I've worked for the European Union as well. Um, I've, I've uh, studied in the Netherlands and, and all of these things. I've also had another startup before uh, this in, in the travel tech industry, which I also love. Uh, traveling which is a bit of a pain these days but still <laughs> and um and they, i think inevitably i would end up uh building something uh around the space of talent technology um because i, I like this um helping people out in their careers um i think it was always there somehow uh with technology And um, so we built um, landing jobs in, uh, we started, uh, we, I met my co-founder in 2013. We started building landing jobs. Today's uh, a tech recruitment marketplace. So it's, it's that thing you need to change a job. Um, but not always to progress in your career, you need to change jobs. Sometimes you need to change careers. Sometimes you need to go freelance. Uh, 
Sometimes you need to upskill, reskill. So uh, we decided to build uh, FutureWorks as well. It's in its early days. Uh, both of these companies are under the same roof, so they are the same company, just two different brands. Okay. And, um, and they resonate very well with our beliefs about the future of the work society. And the, our beliefs are a uh, very simple one, is that uh, individuals like me and you should own completely their careers. Um, shouldn't be the state, shouldn't be the companies. It's up to the individual to make the choices. We hope that we are one of the best companies um, delivering software, delivering technology um, to enable this. Um, okay, so your recent uh, startup, as you say, FutureWorks, was born, you know, precisely uh, about one or two months ago. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the, the tech world has always been a catalyst for the future of work, you know, modern practices of work. It's mm -hmm. a pioneer. Do you believe that all industries will be able to take advantage of this new imposed reality? Can work be better due to COVID-19? Yeah, I think like uh, the pandemic was a bit of a, um, you know, obviously it was a horrible thing, bad thing, health-wise, economy-wise. You know, pretty much all the all the angles to look at it. You know, we preferred it didn't happen, but there's a few positives there, and um, it proved a few things. Um, it proved that uh, the majority of the digital jobs uh, could be done in a flexible manner, um, from home. From you know, doesn't doesn't matter if it's uh, people usually say working from home, like. It, doesn't matter if you're at home or somewhere else. Um, and it kind of proved that for digital jobs, some jobs, some other jobs, and I'm, I'm doing some, some work with a few clients of ours, uh, of ours that they have digital work and then they have like offline work that is very hard to digitalize, like uh, contact with the, the public. Um, but still, a part of it can be digitalized and it can enable more flexibility to people's lives. Uh, what we are assisting is a drive a surge in productivity when it comes to individuals working in uh, the digital, in the technology world. Those that are not as like tech, those jobs that are not as tech, they, they kind of miss out a little bit partially or completely on that. Um, what we are also seeing is that companies weren't ready for it. So we were so engaged in the presentism and, um, you know, being at the office that, you know, all those collateral, uh, lateral um, communications between teams, we just took it for granted. And now that we are in a position that uh, we don't have that anymore or not as much as we wanted to, um, we have to work on that. And um, this will mean that leadership and individual contributors will, will have to step up the game. And stepping up the game will involve also education. So we need to educate ourselves. So let's say upskill ourselves um, when it comes to communications, collaboration, uh, critical thinking, um, creativity as well in a digital environment. We're so used to doing it face to face 
then that we are like quite bad at doing it digitally and we need to improve that tenfold. Okay. Uh, the biggest challenge is doing it in a mixed reality. So part, like imagine we're back at the, the office or we're, the offices are back and it's safe to go. And let's say half of the team is there, the other half is not, is working in a flexible mm -hmm. manner. How do you manage that reality? Will the office take over and own the relationships or not? And that this is the biggest uh, risk I see. We, we made huge steps, but we have a huge risk of going back to the old days because okay. it's so much easier for us as humans to do it live. Exactly. So in the past few months, many workers and companies were forced to work remotely. When you talk to people that experience this sudden change, they have completely different opinions. I don't know if you have talked with your friends recently, but uh, some people say they love work from home. Some people say they hate it. So does remote work come with more work, more control or more flexibility? So yeah, it comes, comes with uh, more flexibility. Mm -hmm. Like we, we do this internal service to our team and mm -hmm. um, we, we ask them uh, like this question, regardless of the pandemic, how do you feel about working remotely on a permanent basis? And the answer is zero to 10, 10 is I love it, zero is I hate the idea. And we have a 8.2 average. Um, so people are really, I think people are really happy with, uh, and then we have a lot more questions. They're really happy with not having to commute, um, having a lot more time to, to sleep, to, to for their, their lives, controlling a lot better their times and the, not having that presentism mindset. But at the same time, they miss out on the human touch. Uh, so, but, but again, we're not living, uh, you know, let's normally say, normal, normal times. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Uh, like we are already setting up the, the aftermath, uh, of, of this mm -hmm. and, uh, our remote policy is, is going to be something in this, um, in this order. Like if you live within 120 kilometers of Lisbon, um, mm -hmm. you have to go to the office. You'll just have to go to the office and, and book it in advance in coordination with your line manager one day a week. Uh, mm -hmm. If you live outside of this, it's one day per month. Okay. Um, and we have a limit of people in the office because of safety reasons. So our team is going to be a lot more remote than, than, than office based. But we are a tech company. Uh, we are a startup. Um, it's easier for us to do this stuff. We were kind of half ready for it. We had the equipment, everything we did was online, so we just needed a little push. No, but if you ask other companies like corporates, exactly. public institutions, you know, it's not just a big push. They have a lot of problems in, let's say, infrastructure. A lot of these companies still don't have the, the right laptops or the laptops they have are really bad. And, the, and most of the people, they still have the old uh, computer uh, PCs, right? Mm -hmm. uh, which are not mobile. Uh, so it, it's, it's tough. Like for a tech company, flexibility, it's definitely the, the way to go. For, for other businesses, it's going to be a bit tougher. Okay. So what trends do you think that will come out of uh, this situation? Mm -hmm. There's, there's going to be a, a, a lot of things uh, changing and some of them for 
better, some of them for worse. Try to enunciate some trends. Um, I think one trend that will exist is the gap. So there will be a bigger gap between digital workers and non-digital workers. Mm-hmm. So that gap will will widen up and I think that's that's bad so and I'm talking about salaries like people a digital worker let's say you move out of Lisbon you move out of big cities um, into the countryside your costs will go down but you still can keep the same salaries or, or even if it takes a reduction not significant so that's a trend I see mm-hmm. there so a negative one um, positive trend so um, less commute um, in, in general, uh, less traffic. So I, I guess the environment will will, will be thankful uh, uh, for this. Um, another trend is um, companies investing a lot more in, in uh, reskilling and upskilling their employees and people as well. So like, uh, again, this, I should have said it the other way actually, but uh, um, I think people, like a lot of people took this pandemic uh, as a chance to to upskill and reskill, um, I think companies finally realized realized that you know they they can support their their employees uh, a lot better. It's a really nice benefit that they can give to to employees, and they can like their employees can learn this online. So mm-hmm. there was this old stigma that learning had to be done, you know. You know, you got the, the, the trainer to go to the on-site office and, you know, you close everybody in the room. You know, not mm-hmm. everyone is in the same mindset to do their training on that day. So it doesn't really, it's not really productive when it comes to learning. So we now, like, I think we're going to take a big, a big jump in that sense. So it's a massive trend, which is online learning. <clears throat> and I'm really happy about that. So I, I mentioned three, one negative, two positives. Okay, so yeah, it's cool. It's positive. <laughs> it's a positive balance. So, <laughs> do you think that it's harder to disconnect with uh, remote work, and also it is harder to connect with work when you are working from home? How do you, it, for instance, you as um, a manager, how how is your day uh, or your daily practices in work? Yeah. So I, I think like, there's there's a. Uh... I don't remember the name, but I, I can send you later the, the link, the, the maker's schedule versus the manager's schedule. Um, so I think remote work is way easier for a maker. Uh, so you have a lot more um, deep work that, you know, as, lo- as long as things are planned out and it's not a chaos uh, organization, you, you can definitely be a lot more productive. And we measured this, uh, like our engineers, the, their productivity went up. Um, and some of them have kids at home, and um, even with the kids, it went up. So imagine without the kids. Uh, well, not not saying it's the kids' fault, is um, with the right work environment around them, then this productivity is just going uh, to the roof uh, for this this type of um, of workers, so the makers. For the managers, it's slightly harder. Like some mm-hmm. things are better, like meetings are, meetings is a big thing, and, and meetings are like in general starting um, on time and ending on time. So it's actually those meetings, there are less um, about, uh, let's say, co-creation 
mm-hmm. um, are, are, are better. The co-creation meetings, I think we need to learn a lot better how to do them, uh, like okay. brainstorming these sort of things. It's possible to do it, provided the fact everyone is, is online and in the same environment. Um, but it, it's, it is harder. Like when we are born as humans, we, we immediately start getting prepared for human interactions, one-on-one, one-to-many, many-to-many. And uh, a manager schedule is filled with one-on-ones. And one-on-ones actually, it's easier this way because, uh, um, at least for me, you don't get a feel of the whole body language and stuff of, of the person on the other side. But, you know, it's, it's more, um, how do you say this? It's more uh, logistically, from a logistics standpoint, it's easier. For instance, we're using Zoom for this and mm-hmm. you're recording right now, super easy, right? Exactly. Zoom uh, stock market value just went through the roof because of this, right? And um, when we're talking about one-to-many, so like giving talks and stuff like that, which is not exactly, let's say, a manager's, in the manager's job description, but it can be. Um, I think we realize like um, doing it digitally is actually way better in this in the sense of reach. So we're still very hooked to the uh, and we did a lot of offline events mm-hmm. and we did uh, uh, one big one online event and it was the best one ever in terms of reach and we can actually measure it perfectly. So there's a lot of. Uh, 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 added value in there um and then a lot the of last, opportunities there is there is indeed and uh, and then the last one is the, the many to many that's where it's harder like managing a meeting it's it's it, we are prepared naturally to do it live in, in an offline environment and in and, discipline right creativity is sometimes about not being yeah disciplined so it's a uh, Probably it will be uh, a, the biggest uh, challenge of um, of online uh, meetings. Yeah, I think like we 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 like that unframed environment of communications. It can be chaotic sometimes. Like you've, we've all lived at those meetings that was just like three hours a waste of time, right? Wasteful. Doesn't make any sense. So we've always had that. Uh, maybe this made us be more aware about those too. So um, it's been a challenge, uh, especially those like for me, the biggest challenge, and I'm a huge advocate of remote work. I've had remote teams before, like I had a developer uh, team, like five people, like a distributed team back in the day, like in 2010, um, something like that, 11. Okay. And um, and we were doing a project with multiple distributed teams in Europe. I, when I moved to London with landing jobs, uh, I was working remotely from there and the team was in Lisbon. So I, I, I've been in such situations, so I'm a huge uh, remote work advocate. Okay. But I do, like all the, all the companies that are like remote first that I know, um, they, they strive for that human touch. Okay. And this can happen in many different ways. They usually have retreats every year, like a couple of times per year, something like that. Very well planned retreats that allow this uh, glue, human glue to happen, this human interaction, this human touch, meeting the other person for real, uh, having some drinks, you know, just having some co-creation moments, some planning moments as well. So it really helps in that sense. We're missing that right now. So. Uh, what we're gonna have after this, we're gonna have those moments at the office. 
Okay. And um, but it's way less than before. But, but I think it's going to be enough so that we don't miss them. Okay. And regarding your experience as a remote worker for like 10 years, what tips can you give to remote workers so they have better strategies to organize their time and lives? So like, look, there's, there's a couple of things. Um, one of them um, is really about like uh, self, uh, being self-aware of the situation where as you are as a remote worker and the other people as well. And this goes into kind of more like the soft skills. So really working on your communications, on your empathy, uh, on your um, sense of self-aware. For instance, I'll give you an example. So it just, mm -hmm. it's just not in the cloud, something yes. more concrete. I'm uh, that kind of person that when I write, when I write a, a WhatsApp message, I, I, I write like 20 characters and then I, I press enter and then I write 20 more. So I, I don't write full sentences or like a big block of text. This is really bad for um, uh, asynchronous communication and, and written communication. So I'm, I had to work my, rework myself in the sense mm -hmm. of uh, spend some time into uh, what I write and make it more uh, contentful in the sense of before I was being spoiled because I have the office. If something is wrong, then I'll, I'll talk to this person and no worries. So we, we just privileged this unframed communications and that's bad for business in the sense of we're managing a business. We have goals, objectives, key results. We have planning, we have teams, we have resources, we have all these things. And then the communication part is kind of like, um, we leave it there. Just we had the office, it's unframed. Part of it is good because mm -hmm. we have this brainstorming and stuff, but a big part of that is also bad. So uh, that's that's one one thing um, I would advise. And the other thing is, uh, you know, having like habits, work on your habits, uh, having a work schedule, have a really good work environment. Some companies support this uh, as well. So really, really mm, think about the space where you're working, whether it's your home or somewhere else, um, as your office. Um, and do the right thing for you, what works best for you. Okay, uh, but do you think that you should adopt the, the official schedule of work, like nine to five, or, you know, you are working from home and, you know, you can work during night, for instance, if mm -hmm. you if you are a night worker, yeah, that that depends on on the um, on the companies. Um, so on the on the work context you are in, and um, for instance, some companies they will uh, demand kind of some overlap uh, in terms of times. Like you need to be online between this and these hours, or this is what we expect as a legit reply. Um, from your side if someone asks you a question so there can be some rules in that sense um, I prefer again more like flexibility if someone is more productive at some other time um, then great uh, but then you need to think about like you are part of a team so what does that mean like is everyone okay with that so it really depends on the on the context you are uh, the context of your team and the context of the organization mm -hmm. itself. 
and also technology can have a huge role on that, on a, a thriving a productive a productivity. Um, for instance, everyone talks about Slack these days, right? It was like this tool that only uh, a, a little share of companies used to um, to have. So, what kind of uh, tools do you think that are able to boost this kind of effectiveness of a uh, uh, remote work? Yeah, so in, ter in terms of tools, like there's so many, um, you know, it really, it, it really depends on like what you want to do as a company. Mm -hmm. um, so obviously like companies should have a knowledge center, uh, whatever that is, it can be a wiki, internal wiki or something like that. Uh, but then um, you need some kind of communication team, it can be Slack, can be Microsoft Teams, can be Facebook for work as well. So there's, there's all of this and they have their all of them have their own uh, tweaks um, so I, I really don't have a, a preference okay. there um, um, it really depends on the, the culture of your company um, on the on the people that you have and uh, in, in your context as well what works best for you what you're gonna need a lot more uh, not a, not a lot more, but the right tools that enable this uh, remote work. And then then it depends if you want more synchronous work. You were asking me about the hours. Mm -hmm. um, so if it's more sync, maybe you need to invest more in, let's say, a Zoom subscription for your whole team because you're going to have a lot mm -hmm. more synchronous meetings. If you want your organization, this is a lot harder to do, but if you want your organization to be more asynchronous, then maybe you need to have like a subscription on, on uh, LinkedIn learning uh, for your team to kind of like learn all these skills, soft skills, how to do it in a, a written manner um, between them. So it really depends on the, on the context of the, the, the company. Um, but I, I've seen a huge leap from, especially from corporate companies. Okay. Um, yes, because many actually you are talking about the corporate world and many companies in Portugal with this very corporate um, uh, uh, tone, they realize that remote work can be very productive. So mm -hmm. now they are trying to embrace more flexibility mm -hmm. and in their daily practices. Uh, how do you think that it will be the reality of work in Portugal, for instance, in this time space of one year? Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Um... Yeah, it, 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 we could be talking about this for like five hours, but let's just say there's the, the um, what's in the law, which is mm -hmm. the labor law, Código do Trabalho, which is still very factory driven. So uh, according to the labor law, you have to have timesheets. Mm -hmm. yes. which is uh, everything we spoke about doesn't make any sense in this regard, right? So mm -hmm. let's say the labor law is not adapted for the digital wor world, but no worries because you can work with your HR provided they have the same mindset as you um, so that, you know, this is not an issue. Okay, mm -hmm. so you can take care of that as in uh, pre-defined uh, uh, um, timesheet so people don't need to worry about that. Um, so the Portuguese companies, let's say the more traditional ones, I think they, they just started to make the move for these kind of tools like Microsoft Teams, especially Microsoft uh, uh, environment. So I think Microsoft is been winning big time because of this. 
um, and uh, they're just making the first steps. Definitely, they're going to be more remote, mm-hmm. and their biggest ally, like the workers, like most of them, they they enjoy it more. Some of them, they still want to go to the office, but their biggest ally is actually going to be safety, health and safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the office, so the office uh, minimum and maximum space is going to be okay. limited, mm-hmm. and uh, this will force companies to um, to adopt uh, remote work uh, policies. Um, it's not the the, the best uh, uh, answer in the sense of I, I would hope that it would be a more aspirational drive. Yes, um, but I don't believe in that. I I believe it's it's going to be a more functional uh, drive. And a lot of okay. the, the leaderships will still, uh, even though they will adapt a little bit, they will still like, you know, measure people by you know their presence. At, in those days, they are, they are at the office, like mm-hmm. just knowing they are there and getting up from their desk and going to some other desk and being okay. able to have, to being able to do this. I think they still value this uh, uh, thing of being able to. Um, get up of your desk and just interrupt someone's at work, and this is not valued at all in the um, in the tech world. You know, this is actually devalued. Like, okay. you should plan your work. If you want to have like, a, uh, if you want to go and talk to someone, just send them a message. They will reply when they can. If it's super urgent, just call them. Right. Okay. Uh, if you want to have like a, a collaboration meeting, then just organize it online or something like that. Mm-hmm. together like so yeah okay there were also a lot of companies that during these months they had to recruit people uh, uh, 100% uh, in digital process uh, so and probably you know during the next months these new workers aren't able to mm-hmm. uh, see and meet you know their organization um, uh, the, the the headquarters and their colleagues and their mm-hmm. managers, you know, in in presence. So how how do you think that um, they will recruit and especially they will acculturate their employees? Mm-hmm. So um, regarding recruitment and onboarding, so we we actually did one of those. Um, we hired someone completely remotely, is based in Porto, um, and. Um, you know, like I, th- I think he, he pushed us to be a lot better at it. Like, be really um, clear about the recruiting uh, recruitment process, uh, follow it through, um, being more engaged, paying more attention to the person's uh, behavior online on Zoom. Um, so, uh, doing a lot more reference checking as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were kind of complacent because we had that m- many, by the way, many uh, recruitment processes were already done online and then only the last parts were done on site. Okay. But okay. We kind of, we were kind of complacent in the sense of, oh, we have that, we're going to meet them in person. So the whole process was kind was kind of uh, um, not the best, let's put it like this, as it could okay. be. Because uh-huh. we had that moment. Now we don't, so we have to really put in the effort to make sure it's slick and okay. it works for us and for the talent, okay. uh, regardless if they get hired or not. Um, when it comes to onboarding, yeah, that's a very important one. Again, we don't have that uh, uh, um, physical uh, thing uh, going on to create those, that glue, meet the team, these kind of things. 
So we have to be more to push it further. So we have our team meetings online. So this person came like online, everyone digital, um, and present himself um, to the, the the rest of the company. Dead a couple of buddies that kind of people not in the team that kind of like gave this context. But I'm I'm not gonna lie, it was a, it was a, um, tough, especially the onboarding part because. This person came in, and they they might fit in the the their team, mm-hmm. but the the whole structure, it will be harder for them to like who's this guy like okay to adapt to adapt mm-hmm. the, the okay. whole structure, uh, because we were too used to seeing the person physically. Okay, and that's gone. Okay, so students of Catholica sometimes have concerns about jobs opportunities that imply remote work and flexibility because they fear that it can affect their career development. Is that so in your opinion? What do you think about that? I think they will have to adapt to the future of work, which is definitely going to be more remote. Um, they need to um, to get their skills on, on, on remote work, whether it's tools, whether it's the, uh, the soft skills, um, and uh, but think about one thing as well uh, is, and uh, I was watching Mark Zuckerberg's interview when when Facebook decided to be more remote. Um, I think when it comes to to juniors and and uh, recent grads, um, we may have some sort some form of physical uh, process. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the simple reason is um, not sure if junior talent, it's probably better for junior talent at the beginning to have some um, closer contact. Um, it's possible to do it remotely, obviously. Uh, but um, it, the, my, my point, I will try to make it clear. For instance, most of the companies that were uh, remote first mm-hmm. before the crisis, before COVID, they would usually not hire junior talent. They would only hire more senior talent. Okay. Why? Because we had life experience. We had work experience. So we know how to communicate. We know, we know life is not only uh, black and white. There's different shades, you know, like, and someone so young, you know, is taking the first steps in their career. It can be harder. Definitely, they're going to have uh, remote experience uh, sooner than, than most of us did in our uh, mm-hmm. entering the market process but I think like companies especially more corporate companies they will still enable that offline environment well provided it is safe of course but they will uh, enable this uh, offline environment for junior talent to be inducted into the company and okay. um, but they, they will have to be more more remote as well so I, I don't think it will damage their careers at all Okay. Mm -hmm. I think it's a a mental block uh, that is something new we don't know so we just put put it as a blocker instead of uh, an answer. Okay so um, we are talking about uh, remote work but the future of work isn't only about that so reskilling as you said upskilling constant learning soft skills are are also dimensions of it. Um, What can Tell us about the importance of all these tools for you, uh, for the future of work. Yeah, so I think like uh, the, the traditional education model, as you, you're bored and then you start going to school and then you go to uni 
and you have that kind of uh, uh, learning uh, process there and then you have one career I think that's gone so there's there's different um, uh, you know how do you say this there's, there's different ways to put it uh, analogies uh, mm -hmm. for this one of them is uh, the surfer so you kind of like uh, imagine your your career is like when you're surfing. So you, you have you have uh, uh, you're taught how to use the, the the board and you know some dynamics of the sea. Uh, you can watch other people and stuff. And then in the beginning, you just do the. By the way, I'm not a, a, a surfer. <laughs> so it sounds like I'm a huge surfer. I'm not. And um, and then the 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 you go on the on the ocean. You take a wave. And this wave is like your first career. So you learn how to go on this type of wave. Uh, and then you take the wave, take some time. That that's your career. You take that one, and then when it reaches the end, you have to relearn again, and then take another wave mm -hmm. and go and go until until the end, which is when you stop uh, working. Okay. And um, there's another analogy which I like very well. Completely different. It's like your career is like an abstract painting. Um, each step in your career is like a, a brush, paintbrush. And um, at the end of your career, you take a step back, you look at the painting, and that's where your career is like. Um, and in all these paintbrush brushes or new waves, you have to learn again. Mm -hmm. So that old model of learning once, like it's like you're learning for like 15 years or, or what, like 10, 20 years, and then just work. You're not, you don't have to learn anymore. Some people will take an MBA there. And, and call it the second one and uh, stage and now it's more constant so you have waves you have brushes of this stuff so and it's it's again it's a mental model we were trained to we're gonna learn that we're gonna do that mm -hmm. and, and how can you we boost this um, learning uh, constant in our career so it it's like uh, uh, you asked me in before, like uh, about advice for remote workers, and I mentioned mm -hmm. creating habits and creating bad habits is, is tough, right? Um, right. And some people are more curious than others. So for people who are more curious and, and they have this thirst of, of knowledge, it's easier on that, just comes naturally. For those who aren't, they're gonna have to work on it. And um, maybe the best motivator for them is gonna be left behind if you don't. So uh, sometimes you work, this works as a motivation. A motivation. Like if you don't do um, your masters, you're not gonna get a, a good job. That's what we were told when we were growing up. So if you don't go to university and have good grades, you're gonna have a shitty job. And that was a motivation. So here you can act as a motivator as well. Like if you're not constantly learning, you're gonna end up in a shitty place. Mm -hmm. uh, unless you're really lucky or you have like super rich dads, uh, family, and, um, but you know, that's not usually the case. Um, so you have to work your ass off uh, in, that, in that sense. But uh, you know, I think people who are naturally curious and we could definitely change education starting with when they, they are kids. To be more, mm -hmm. to foster more this curiosity, this creativity, this uh, thing, learning, just the the the, the will to learn. Um, yeah, I, I see so many people who don't have it, and their careers could be so much better if they did. If they did, yeah. Do you think that uh, at 
actually, you were talking about the kids. So nowadays, kids are seeing parents working from home. So probably their mentality or mindset about work, work, you know, in the next 20 years when they get out of college or unis will be completely different, right? So for them, the future is working from home when they see their parents. So probably yeah. that will expand uh, really what it's going to be the future of work for the next few years. I think right now it's just weird for them to be at okay. home with the parents. <laughs> so it's just what's happening. They didn't really realize it. Some of them, the older ones, they did. But they realize it's an exception. So I, I think we really need to change things next so that they, they get that perception. So when they uh, go to Catholic and study, um, then it comes out natural for them. Yeah, I'm going to start my, my internship. Uh, where is the company? In Malaysia. It's remotely. Yeah, cool. And it's so fine. It's big. Yeah, it's not a a big deal yeah yeah it's kind of like okay. where are you from or where is the company is not gonna be or where is the company base is not gonna be the first question first questions are gonna be more like what do they do what's the pay like well the pay is always a, a, a good first question what's the pay like what what do they do what's their purpose and then oh by the way where are they based um, because you can do it remotely so it's no longer a, a blocker Mm -hmm. in your life you know people would relocate content from continents like there were a lot of brazilian furnishes coming to europe and we we helped a lot of them uh change uh jobs to europe because they didn't have the the the, um, the work conditions there uh, but many of them wanted to stay in brazil and now you know yeah they can have that opportunity cool. yeah okay so that's cool yeah of course and um so you were talking you know, for you, obviously, the distribution uh, uh, model will be the future of work. Mm -hmm. um, how do you, you know, you talk a lot of, about distributed teams. Mm -hmm. um, can you explain us, uh, so in your point of view, how the, um, this model works? Yeah, so distributed teams, uh, it, it's not a, a something super new. It's been here for ages. Um, you can look at McDonald's and they have a distributed model mm -hmm. um, with, with franchising, yes, but still it's a distributed model. And um, it's always been there, um, but it's been more like associated with, with cities, with big cities, with tech mm -hmm. hubs. And this exercise we've been through, the COVID exercise, kind of proved like, well, you know what? You don't need to be in the, the deck ups to, to have these teams, right? So they actually will good, be good for people like me that were born in Lisbon. We can kind of have the city back with less people because exactly. people who didn't want to be here and they had to be here for work, they can now go back. Well, digital workers, they can now go back to wherever they were and they are more happy and more productive and work from them. and. They could come to Lisbon every now and then. So the way I see uh, a distributed team is kind of a network of, of teams with nodes. So the nodes would be the, the, the dynamists, the, 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 the ones who, the leads, let's say the team leads. And each node has, has a team around them. And they are like um, independent, uh, self-managed uh, nodes. And... Um, this is the way I see it. And uh, these teams would be like between five to 10 people. 
to be self-manageable and um, they can be location or co-located um, and um, and yeah this will enable companies to have well less office space in the mm -hmm. sense of uh, it's not that office I'm not trying to demonize office I think offices will the, the concept they have their role change. they play their, they have role. their role not the role we gave them in the past uh, decades but they will have a new role of collaboration of of that human component, the, the part that we miss, uh, and uh, and these teams that are distributed in in a way they, they will uh, be more productive. So this is why I believe. Like, there's obviously the companies that are remote first. I mean, they don't have any offices or uh, they're not co-located. You know, they they might have some time zone restrictions there, depending on how they work. Um, if it's more async or synchronous uh, model. Um, but for the rest of the companies, we were more office uh, first. That's going to stop, and we're going to go more to distributed first. And this is what this is the model I, I, I like more because there's a lot of gains in the distributed model. For instance, um, we we talk a lot about diversity uh, as a good thing, and it is. Exactly. Um, and uh, by by having this model, like you can have different people. Uh, you're not dependent on the location. Location would be a, a diversity blocker, okay? And in this model, you, 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 don't, you don't have that. But at the same time, for instance, like I've, I've lived in London and it's mm -hmm. the melting pot, right? Great. How many Londons are there? Not many, right? So it's already a blocker there. Like who's there as, as opportunities that other people outside of London don't and actually part of the reason that Brexit happened was because of that you know like people outside of London hated London okay um, but all of them wanted to go there to make money so it's kind of this thing and and let's stop having that and having a more distributed sense of team but still with the sense of belonging so you can have like a team in in Portugal let's say a team in um, Irisaira in uh, in Sizimbra. Um, people that live around there, they meet once a week in a small office uh, there. In, yeah. Um, and then the rest of the time, they have their own uh, workspaces, wherever they are. You know, they can have a van, a camper van. They can have yeah. um, whatever. It's up to them. You know, what makes them happy, provided the fact that they they can deliver, right? Yeah. So. And this will make us move from a command and control system to a results-driven um, workplace. And this is the biggest thing, like especially in public institutions, which the management system is slightly different from private uh, companies, where like they, they don't have like, you know, they have objectives obviously, but it's not like, um, let's say profit-driven profit or sustainable-driven objectives. So it's a, it's a slightly different way of measuring. For them, it's gonna be tough to, to, to make this change, you know, like it's, no longer controlling time that doesn't make any sense it's controlling what they produce you know yeah anyway. okay so it's flexibility is about responsibility and freedom of choice right it's uh well it's and results it of course and results and being accountable, <laughs> being, yeah. being accountable which is a word that the direct translation to portuguese is responsabilization which we don't use that word a lot and that's part of the problem for the portuguese people we need to be accountable for what the work we deliver i think the closest word we have is brew we need to have it at mm -hmm. work always 
um, mm. and um, you know, like we need to be more accountable. Being more accountable will definitely be more happy. Okay. Uh, so, final question: What message would you like? to give to young entrepreneurs starting their businesses and also young professionals entering uh, in the work market regarding to their future so for for entrepreneurs um, it's actually one which is don't don't waste a good crisis so um, it's actually a good time to to start right now nothing to lose mentality comes a lot better now than when the the, the cows are fat um, so that's one for the entrepreneurs. So it's more of a time, time, time <laughs> schedule thing. Uh, for the, the young people coming into the market, um, you go. Uh, sorry for giving an answer that is more related with uh, with now than um, than we let's say five to ten years. But for for the people entering the market, um, it's going to be a, a tougher market. Um, to enter, it's going to be different from what you've been told it would be. Um, but you are the young one. I mean, you are the ones who need to adapt. Uh, even though people need to adapt, so you you have to be prepared for that. So don't be afraid. Um, in, the, in this new environment, tougher conditions uh, in the marketplace. Don't be afraid because things will eventually get better, and uh, the ones who adapt. It's like uh, uh, Darwin, right? Uh, yeah. Adapting is the, the skill, right? And uh, learning is a great skill for adaptivity. So just adapt, be okay with that. Okay, so thank you very much, Pedro, for being with us today. Thank you. Right, thanks. Thanks for having me. This was the second episode of Talk About Podcast, The Future of Work with Pedro Oliveira. We discussed how the current pandemic context is boosting new flexible and remote work practices around all industries. Work routines and communications will be key to workers and companies that need to embrace a distribution work model. Also, upskilling and constant learning will define the success of career development. In the future of work, adaptation rules. Thank you for listening. Talk about podcasts.